the gatekeepers definitely want you to know and be aware of the fact that you are not part of the cool kids club so coming back for more of the ripperverse saga so i saw this article on bounding into comics and when i read the article i thought well this can't be there must be a mistake surely this is this has been exaggerated and yes it has been exaggerated but not necessarily by the article the industry it would appear is fighting against the ripperverse as if it was a foreign virus invading a normal body they're throwing out everything they can now, I'm not going to say it's it's the industry per se, like the like the big corporations themselves, although that might be the case as well. When you look at what's been going on with PayPal, but you also have the different minions that are trying at every angle to make sure that this thing never gets off the ground or doesn't get off the ground smoothly. Now, in my personal opinion, it's too late for that. This thing is launched. It's out there in the world. And it has a traction that I don't believe they can stop even if they wanted to. So let's go to this article and I'll show you what I'm talking about. <clears throat> From Bounding Into Comics, uh, the article is written by John Del Araz. It was written on July 29th. Marvel artist attempts to get Ripperverse colorist Gabe El Taib banned from all future Comic-Con events. Now, this is true. He did attempt to do this and he did it in such a roundabout and conniving sort of way that it's it's kind of funny and it's kind of sad that this is where we are in the creative space where somebody comes out and does something different and they're really just attacked at every angle and for no other reason than the fact that they are receiving and achieving success outside of the sanction of the traditional industry. At least that's what it appears to me. Okay, so it is no secret the success of Eric Ripa July's ISOM number one campaign has upset a lot of professionals in the mainstream comic book industry. With more than 3.2 million raised for his first comic, Ripa has exceeded what most Marvel and DC employees will make in their lifetime. That's crazy. So let's let's look at what has he raised exactly. So right now he is at 3.317 million dollars, and that's in the manner of three and a half weeks, I believe, uh, or three weeks. Exactly. I think what, what this, uh, campaign has been going so far. So that's an average of a million dollars a week. So imagine if he had I some number one and some other comic to release at the same time, <clears throat> he'd probably be at $6 million right now in three weeks. That's crazy. Okay. Now Marvel artists, Mark Brooks has put forth a plea on Twitter to ban I some number one colorist 
Gabe El Taib from future San Diego Comic Cons. And really, what it amounts to <clears throat> is a false claim of threats. I kind of read through the article already. I went on Gabe El Taib's YouTube channel, looked at some videos, kind of got some more context. And what what Mark Brooks is doing, in my opinion, is he is exaggerating for the sake of getting sympathy and getting people to see this the way he sees it, which, in my opinion, is extreme. Mark Brooks is an artist relegated to work on a few covers over recent years with 3D renderings not suited to sequential production work at a reasonable pace. <laughs> They're taking some shots at him on the article. I see, I see. He has spent countless hours tweeting about his hate for independent creators in the comics gate libeling the group alt-right common for their brave act of telling mainstream publishing they won't submit to the woke agenda in their books. Now, this is true. There's a you can go to comicsgate.com. It's it's a bunch of independent artists. Artists that have decided to take their their creative juices and and go their own way. <clears throat> These are artists, colorists, people who've been in the comic industry for years that have decided, you know what? The comic industry has abandoned the fans and we won't join them in this endeavor. DC and Marvel Comics artist Mark Brooks claims joining Comicsgate is a foolish terrible choice says creators are alt-right common brooks has spent uh the last year and a half harassing comicsgate creators including cyberfrog cyberfrog creator ethan van skyver regarding whom he has made many passive aggressive tweets <clears throat> excuse me i'm still getting over this uh this covid cough it's kind of crazy. This thing has been going for three years and it's the first time I've ever tested positive. I'm feeling better now, but man, this cough is pretty crazy. <clears throat> and it really wasn't all that bad for me, to be honest with you. Okay. Brooks once claimed to his audience, he needs you until you're used up and then he'll either discard you or turn on you. Mark my words. The day is coming. Now, I follow Ethan Van Skyver on YouTube. I listen to his videos. I've not purchased a, a copy of Cyber Frog yet. Um, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. It hasn't interested me thus far, but his art is great. I, I like his art and people like it. Apparently, the, the story is good and people like what they're seeing. Ethan Van Skyver has worked on, I believe, DC and Marvel. I think mostly DC, if I'm not mistaken. I know Ethan, this is a quote from, I guess this is a quote from Mark. I know Ethan and his lackeys have tried to convince you I'm some boogeyman out to destroy comics. The truth is that Ethan is trying to do that, he added. Now, this is where I believe people like this Mr. Mark Brooks, and you can see his, uh, if you're looking at the screen, you can see his tweet there. I think this is where... He is misunderstood, whether it is deception by lack of knowledge or he is really just 
in his own echo chamber to the point that he doesn't see he is the very thing he is proclaiming that these other creators are. He has become, in essence, a gatekeeper. He has become a person that has decided if you don't agree with me ideologically, you don't get to create. And it shouldn't be this way. Creators should be able to disagree. Imagine if if in every movie studio and, and in every sitcom and in every sci-fi book and sci-fi show, everybody had the same exact ideas. It would be boring. As I said before in a previous video, your political views at some point, your ideological views at some point are going to work themselves out in your creation organically. And I think people can deal with and understand that. I think what most fans have a problem with is when they're being beat over the head with political and ideological agendas is a difference between this stuff being a part of you and working itself out in your art and you beating people over the head with these things is <clears throat> a huge difference. He has also tweeted lambasting a Dell Keown drawn cyber frog wreck planet cover as having no focus stating it is over rendered within an inch of its life. And I can't tell you what the bleep is going on. I'm not going to repeat what he says. Again, you see his tweet and you see the cyber frog cover. Now, for those of you who maybe have not really seen much art like this ever in comics, when I, when I started reading comic books, I was collecting Conan comic books, believe it or not. They're actually pretty good. And several places within the Conan book, there were drawings very similar to this. It's kind of, it can seem a little chaotic, mainly because it's not colored. So you see all of the different lines and you see the different shadings and you might have maybe a harder time kind of making out some shapes. Once you look at it, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. It's not colored. And I see where all the lines are. And if it was colored, it would definitely look different. You, you, you'd be able to tell and separate the different shapes and shades, but because it's not colored, you kind of really got to look at it to, to separate and see and make sense of what's going on, but it's not bad. Now I'm not going to, I'm not going to jump down and, and be super critical of, of Mark Brooks criticism of the art. You're allowed to criticize art. You're allowed to not like something. So I wouldn't necessarily go off on him because he didn't like this cover. Now, my question would be, did you question the cover because you really don't like the art, the artistic value? Or is this based on your disdain for the ideas of the one who drew the cover? And, and I think that's probably more what the case is. This drew criticism from fans and other professionals who pointed out that it's Brooks art that has no focal point in his work. And this is where I think we get into this, this, this strange area where if, if someone you disagree with ideologically says something, you know, their opinion, like in this case, his opinion on somebody's art, you then have to retaliate and say, no, it's not me. It's you. 
I don't think we really have to do that. Now I'm guessing this is a, this is a picture of some of something that Mr. Brooks drew right here. And it's a lot of lines. It's busy. There's a lot going on, but you know, it's, I don't, I don't think it's terrible, but again, people are allowed to be critical of other people's art. You don't have to like everything you see. I am very specific about the type of art that I like. I grew up, and I said this before, on Jim Lee, Mark Silverstreet, Brett Booth, Todd McFarlane, Scott Williams. These are the type of people that I, that, that's the type of art that I like. Jim Lee, in my opinion, being one of my favorite comic book artists of all time. In my opinion, he's the GOAT. Just my opinion. And there's people who disagree. There's people who do not like Jim Lee's art at all. You're allowed to have disagreements. This is art. This is creation. This is what happens. Okay, let's go on reading. Hundreds of people who have commented on Brooks' bizarre obsession with hashtag Comicsgate, but in his multi-tweet rant against Gabe El Taib, the Marvel artist acts as if he were attacked out of the blue. He also unfortunately unfoundedly implies that El Taib is not only dangerous, but a potential violent threat. So here's what happened. Cause I actually, I read through this and I actually went and looked up the videos. El Taib is at San Diego comic-con, which is the comic-con of comic-cons. And so is Mark Brooks. I guess they both have booths. El Taib went to actually visit and talk with Mr. Brooks. Probably like, hey, bro, what, what, like, what's the issue? We've both been in the industry for years. You've never had this problem with me. Now, all of a sudden, because I'm coloring eyes, some there's an issue. I don't think listening to, to, to Gabe, I don't think he meant any harm. But, but Brooks wasn't there. So he just posted a picture and a video of him at his booth. Like, hey, I was here. He wasn't at his booth. And Mr. Brooks tried to make it seem like this was somehow constitutes a threat. That's that's outlandish. In the nearly 800 word, 800 word, excuse me, rant, Brooks paints himself as a victim, neglecting to state how he has poked and prodded at Comicsgate creators, even small creators like Lord Finatra, a musician who just, uh, uh, with just over 500 subscribers on YouTube who has been talking about making a raunchy parody book of Cyberfrog called Robochode. Brooks threatened to copyright the Robochode property in a Discord message. He stated to Finatra, you weren't very smart about Robochode. For $187, I copyrighted the name an image within 20 minutes while harassing Fernatra, Brooks gaslighted the YouTuber even further as he claimed to have offered a helping hand. It sounds like this guy doesn't like the fact that there's some people and I've realized this, I've learned this in my life. There's some people who are afraid to go out and try it on their own. And when you do and you make it and you survive, I think, these people are sometimes envious of your courage, envious of the fact that you have decided, you know what, I'm going to try to do this on my own and I might fail, but so be it. 
because they don't have the courage to try to attempt. They're mad at you for doing it and succeeding. And I think that that's what might be happening with Mr. Brooks here. I think he is a hater. I honestly think that's what it is. He is just simply a hater. With El Taib, Brooks reacted to an image the Truth, Justice, and American Way creator posted where he can be seen posing in front of Brooks' shared booth at San Diego Comic-Con while Brooks was not there. At the time, El Taib wrote, I couldn't find little Marky, maybe tomorrow, including hashtag Comicsgate and sharing the respective photo of the booth. Brooks took this as a threat and claimed he contacted security at the event. Now, this is what's madness to me. And you can see the tweet if you're looking. If both of you are creators that have been in the industry for years and both of you are at San Diego Comic-Con, do you not think at some point you're going to come across each other? Now, I understand that, that these conventions are really huge, especially this one being one of the biggest. And I understand that it's not necessarily a given that you're going to see each other. But I mean, come on, bro. Your creators at San Diego Comic-Con is <clears throat> not like you're part of the regular normie crowd of fans walking around. You are creators. You're probably going to see each other. You probably know some of the same people. I think this is. I think this is smoke and mirrors. I think this is the people who are within the establishment that do not want anyone else outside of that establishment to be part of the air quote cool kids club. Why he assumed a longtime industry professional stopping by to say hello constituted a threat is unclear. Some fans have noticed that Mark Brock Brooks is Caucasian and El Taib is Hispanic. So some level of racial bias may be in play. And I don't think that's what it is. I think Mark Brooks is simply just a hater. I think that's what it is. Brooks further ranting, stating, I'm hoping this is the end, but I also worry about future convention appearances. This person doesn't seem stable if he's attempting, if he's attending a convention as an attendee or guest, I won't be there. Now, what in the world? Now, this is where these people get extreme. What did El Taib do to make him think he's unstable? He showed up at your booth? Like, bro, you're bugging. You're bugging. So they have a bunch of uh, Mark Brooks tweets. I'm not going to read through all of those. This statement makes uh, marks an important threat that San Diego Comic-Con must either ban the long-term industry professional with no history of violence for attending uh, for attending or Mark Brooks will try to harm their event. He didn't stop in his attempt to harass El Taib out of the conventions, though, uh, though further stating he is extending the same threat to all conventions he attends. I'm alerting all my convention, my convention contacts that this will be the case from now on. If this person has harassed or sought to intimidate you, I advise you to do the same. 
and document everything Brooks would go on to declare. Yo, he's trying to have this dude falsely removed from any comic convention. It's the same playbook every time. If I can't compete with your ideas, I will have you removed from the competition. That's terrible. Instead of just saying, yo, these dudes put out some good stuff and they got one up on me. They won and I, and I need to do something else and I need to learn how to compete. Nah, nah, what's he going to do? Nah, let's have this dude removed. Let's say that he harassed me. Let's say that, that, you know, he, he has done something wrong and let's get him up out of here. I don't want to have to compete. This is, this is madness. The system is fighting against the Ripperverse so hard that in all actuality, what it does for me is it makes me want to support this thing even more. Like I, I want to, I, I am even more excited about it. The thing is, is, is anything concerning the rip reverse guaranteed to be good? No, nah, it's not guaranteed to be good. We'll see when the books come out, we'll see. And it seems like Eric July has got some of the first batch in. I ordered on that first day. So I'm looking forward to receiving my stuff very soon. But yo, the industry and the establishment is fighting against this thing so hard. It is ridiculous. They do not want this thing to succeed. It seems like people within the industry and the industry itself wants this thing to go away so bad, but it won't. And it seems to be ticking them off. Very interesting. Mm -hmm.